the uh, Farringdon Festival is all over and done with now, as we all know, and uh, great times had by all. I thought it was uh, great to uh, Sheila and Nick and uh, Daniel and uh, a whole group of people. Uh, too, too too long to mention. Uh, I'm afraid I don't know everybody's name was involved in it, but um, it was a good good event, well organised, well put together. Uh, one or two detractors out there, but we do expect that in Farringdon. There's a miserable bunch of people out there, isn't there? But never mind, we can ignore them because we're going to keep going on, or they're going to keep going on, and hopefully do it and do another good, successful year next year. Uh, we'll be playing some music from uh, artists that have played at the festival this year. Uh, and to, in today's show, we're going to be interviewing uh, Peter Wentworth, who's local musician. A musician? I, I even say musician. He's not mu magician. I even say musician in the interview. Just told me off, but there you go. Uh, local uh, magician who does an impersonation of Lord Berners, and as part of the Pink Pigeon Trust, or in association with the Pink Pigeon Trust, as uh, uh, what do they call Lord Berners' magical, uh, magical bazaar walks around town. So we'll be interviewing Peter, and we'll be also interviewing Jane Woolsey, who's the new manager of Rats Castle, now reopened, open for business, lovely, lush surroundings down there. Definitely worth a visit. Uh, I haven't eaten down there yet, but we'll look forward to that uh, in the not-too-distant future. But anyway, uh, first piece of music for this week, uh, Sunday the 31st of July 2011, we got Nick Ruck, who was appearing on uh, the Mad Stage this year, uh, which I think was a very successful stage. Lots of original musicians playing down there, or musicians playing original music. I don't know if there were musicians were original. I don't know. Same old musicians. But no, it wasn't. No, no. A lot of good musicians playing down there. Uh, so here's Nick Rook. And uh, uh, going to be a bit self-indulgent, actually. I'm going to be too playing two of his tracks. Uh, my show. I can do what the hell I like, really, can't I? So here's uh, Nick uh, Rook with a song of his called Trouble. Trouble, trouble, just won't let me be. Trouble, trouble, be the death of me. Be the death of me. Be the death of me. Yourself away, trouble, trouble. I'm leaving if you stay. Leaving if you stay. Leaving if you stay. I'm leaving if you stay. Thank you. 
Singer-songwriter Nick Rook with a song of his called Trouble. Um, thanks very much for Nick for sending me a few of your tracks. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't find a link uh, anywhere to anything of your, your stuff. Um, but uh, there is a, if you just put uh, Nick Rook up in uh, Google, put Nick Rook, uh, R-U-C-K, uh, and into Farringdon, and there is a, a link there to a YouTube site. I think some of the, some of the stuff that Sheila's done, I'm assuming. Something to do with the Farringdon Festival, anyway. Um, okay, now to our uh, first interview, we got uh, Peter Wentworth, local magician, as I said earlier, not musician, uh, who's doing an impersonation of Lord Berners and uh, associated with that, doing these bizarre magical walks. And uh, we'll go over to Peter now. Tell me, tell us a bit more about that. Um, I'm here with uh, Peter Wentworth, local musician, who uh, does an impersonation of Lord Berners and does uh, magical bizarre walks or. Bizarre magical walk. Probably correct me on that. Absolutely, um, and I'm uh, a magician, not a musician. Oh dear, did I say musician? How did I say that? <laughs> I've got music on my head. That's yes, why. Indeed. Sorry about that. Do apologise. Um, and this is all also associated with the Pink Pigeon Trust as well. Indeed, isn't it, it is. Yes. So, Peter, how did you get started? I mean, first of all, how did you get started pretending to be Lord Burns in the well, first place? It was last year at the Farringdon Arts Festival. And the theme of the festival was to bring back the life of Lord Berners, the mm -hmm. famous man from here in Farringdon, and with a hint of pink. Sure. And Stuart Vogt has started the Pink Pigeon Trust, mm -hmm. and um, an American playwright called Bob Canning had written a two-act play about Lord Berners, and to continue the eccentricity of Berners, the first reading was going to be by the uh, Farringdon Dramatic Society in Budgeon Supermarket. That well-known playhouse. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> well, yes. the Pink Pigeon Trust were having a meeting just a few days before the event, and somebody said, wouldn't it be great if Lord Berners pitched up? Mm. And my very good friend, Mr. Eddie Williams, was there, and he said, don't move, I know just the man. Mm. And so I got the call, and with two exceptions, I had to go out and buy a monocle and a moustache, uh, three exceptions, and have a Pink Pigeon put on my bowler hat. And that's how it all started. Right, okay. And what great fun. Yeah. So what part did you actually play in that play then? Did you actually do a reading with No, it? no, I was not part. I uh, was just there appearing right. as Lord Berners. I did uh, a little bit of magic to yeah, start yeah. off with. I produced uh, a white dove and I produced from a white handkerchief a pink, uh, pink handkerchief that came out. So it's just a little bit of magic. Yeah, oh, it, wonderful. Yeah. And then from there you decided to, to maintain this... Uh, uh, this image, this front, should we say, this impersonation, well, and develop I, I, it in some way. I had no idea where it was going to go, uh, but certainly uh, people liked it. And the first thing that happened was that uh, the new Farringdon bus was going to be inaugurated, mm -hmm. and I was asked to go along there and do a spiel about uh, Lord Berners, and then introduce the mayor at the time, Margaret Barker. Interesting, in that group of people there, was a lady who is 
is the daughter, this is Sylvia Crack, who is mm -hmm. the daughter of the chauffeur that drove for Lord Burns. Oh, wow, well, yeah. Well, then Graham and Trevor at the Nut Tree, mm -hmm. they asked me, would I uh, open the Christmas fair mm -hmm. as Lord Burns? Mm -hmm. Well, then, of course, I'm also a magician, as sure. we discussed. Yes. I'm a magician. And I was then asked on two or three occasions to perform close-up magic at the tables as Lord Burners. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you watch fundraising events with the audience. That's right. Yes. One, uh, yeah. one was the mayor's fundraising event, um, and the other one was the Macmillan... Uh, oh, right, yeah. yeah. That Good was the yes. Yeah, and so yeah, I go along. Yeah, yeah. And um, so then... The idea of the walk uh, came along, and I could tell you the background of that if you'd like. Yeah, well, the, the walk is, is the thing we're interested in. I mean, I mean, uh, is it called the Bizarre Magical Walk? It's or? called Lord Berner's Bizarre Magical Walk. Okay, and that is around the town centre in Farringdon? It certainly is, okay. yes. We start off under <clears throat> the old town hall, mm -hmm. uh, where I greet the gathered throng, and uh, they hand over their tickets, and I present them with a pink pigeon badge, which okay. has been uh, produced mm -hmm. for these sort of occasions. And then we head off, and the walk takes about an hour and ten minutes. Now, it's not a historical walk at all, although the first trick takes place at the Salutation Mansions, which mm -hmm. was the Salutation Inn, which Parrington people will know, yes. I suppose, and we believe it was, the palace of King Alfred the Great, who, of mm. course, was born at Wantage. Mm. We then move down the market square to the telephone box, to the market restaurant, and to the bank and tricks to suit those occasions. Oh, right. Okay, so you do link the tricks to the location then. That's right. Oh, right we go, for example, to um, the furthest we go up London Street is to the Chinese takeaway, mm -hmm. and I have a wonderful trick about a Chinese takeaway and their involvement with numerology. Okay, yeah, quite, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, then we proceed down through the town. We do a money challenge outside of Barclays Bank. We proceed through past the um, corn exchange, uh, where again another magic light happens, and then we go as far as Christopher Bice. Oh, right, the estate agents, yeah. And yes. we do a trick with them, but yeah. to lead us up. Do you make a house price drop or something? Or? <laughs> no, I'm, not, or revealing, go up, I'm maybe. not revealing what we do, uh, but there is a link <clears throat> to uh, something as Lord Berners that I did in 1935. Okay, right. And then we go back down, uh, we go through the French quarter of Farringdon. Are you aware there was a French Quarter of Farringdon? Uh, I'm going to say no, because if I say yes, you can ask me, and I don't know, so go on then. It's a very small quarter, but believe you me, as you approach the opticians, there is a street name there, a French street name, and so, yes, you go and have a look, and as you pass through the French Quarter, the instructions and the pattern will be in French. Fortunately, it's a very small quarter, and therefore the French doesn't last particularly long. Oh, good, sir. I don't understand French. French. And then we end up back yes. under the old town hall, um, where we talk about the Crown Coaching Inn mm -hmm. and the highwayman who used to visit the Crown Coaching Inn and speak to the black-eyed daughter. And then the highwaymen were often caught and yeah. hung. And so that night, every night, I would be cheating the gallows. Oh, right, okay. So how long have you been doing it now then? What, doing the walk or the magic? Doing the walk. Oh, the walk has only started this year. Oh, right. Oh, okay. yes. In fact, we've just done one so far. That yeah. was one at the beginning, sorry, in July. Okay. We have five in August. There mm -hmm. are two coming up on the 5th and the 6th of August, which is the Friday and the Saturday night, and we've already got people booked in for that. Okay. And then the next one will be the Friday, Saturday, and the bank holiday Monday at the end of August, 
and then the next two, the final two, are on the uh, 16th and 17th of September. And tickets are five pounds, are these? Tickets are five pounds, okay. but of course you do get this wonderful badge, sure, uh, yes, which yes. is unique because only people doing the walk and people who are members of the Pinkett Bridge Trust will have one. Okay. Uh, and all the profits. Uh, that we make go to the Pink Pigeon Trust, which, as you know, is a charitable sure. organisation. Right, okay. Well, thanks very much for that, and I hope it all goes well, and uh, it's all good for a good cause. You say the Pink Pigeon Trust, which we we have featured before on, on Farringdon Radio, so um, good luck for the future. Thank you very much. It's and, been a uh, delight to feature. We'll, well, that sounds all great, doesn't it? I know uh, uh, we'll be going along to one of these walks soon, if we can uh, manage to find the time to get in to go along. Uh, I think it's maximum 20 per walk, so if you don't want to get a, don't want to turn up and find out you're going to be turned away, uh, tickets are available from uh, the tourist information office, and uh, all called go to a good cause to the uh, Farringdon Pink Pigeon Trust, uh, all to make uh, Farringdon just that little bit more unique, more unique than it is, uh, more unique in a in a positive way. Anyway, that's the right way to think about it, isn't it? Anyway, uh, to a second uh, uh, track now. That's a uh, well, not a second track, a second song today. Uh, not a second track from uh, Nick Rook. That's going to come later. But uh, Trev Williams uh, uh, sent us sent me a few songs. We played one of these uh, tracks uh, a couple of months ago, and here's another one of his called uh, "In the Dark." And uh, obviously, obviously, Trevor was playing at this year's festival as well. So it's a uh, it's definitely a festival show. Uh, this weekend. Trevor Williams with In the Dark. In the dark I cannot find the door Into the me Can't you see? Can't you see? 
Trevor's now moved to Oxford, and good luck to him there, and uh, good fortune in, uh, in Oxford. Um, but obviously Trevor's had a very strong link with Found in the past uh, num- many, many years now, playing in uh, all sorts of locations, festivals, etc., in and around the Founding area, so uh, we'll always uh, have a spot in uh, Founding Radio for a few uh, Trevor Williams songs every now and again. Um, now moving to our uh, second interview, I've been down to Rats Castle, where I've interviewed Jane Woolsey, who's the manager down there, and it's wonderful that Rats Castle has uh, been reopened. Uh, I think it's about a year now that uh, uh, new owners took it on and uh, spent a lot of time and, and looking inside, uh, a lot of time and money, uh, reinve- uh, sort of doing it up and uh, renovating the place and uh, making sure it's all uh, back to its glory, I suppose, really. Uh, uh, quite a unique location, the restaurant down there. A former haberdasher's shop, uh, managed to retain a lot of original features. And uh, so, anyway, to our interview with Jane Woolsey, you can tell us a bit more uh, about uh, the new Rats Castle. I'm here with uh, Jane Woolsey, the manager of Rats Castle. I've sat inside Rats Castle here, surrounded by all the the old. Uh, what do you say? It wasn't drapery, was it? Fitting. It, it was a drapery. Yeah. Yeah. Haberdashers. Um, haberdashers, yes. And it, it's lovely to see that all that has been maintained, which is. Uh, uh, you say that's part. It has to be, though. You say. Yeah, it's listed apparently. It's, uh, so, so the fixtures and fittings yeah, are listed yeah, as well. So they can't be changed. Oh, it's wonderful. It really it's is quite good. right. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yes, yeah. And so, how long have you been open now, then? We've been literally open for business on Friday, last Friday, okay. Saturday, and Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So today is kind of into our fifth day. So yeah, it's all going well actually. So um, the new owners, uh, yeah. Sir so, so, uh, Emma and. Amanda. Ama- Amanda yeah. Saunders. Saunders. Yeah. Uh, how did they decide to? What, what was the reason behind saying, "Well, let's let's go and well, regenerate Rats Castle. Like, we've we got to keep Rats Castle going." They remembered it from years ago, and what right. fun it was, and as most people in Farringdon remember it. Mm. And they saw the sale sign up, and they live close by, and thought, sure. "Let's have a go at it." Yeah. And so, and thinking, well, "Well, we'll try, see what happens." And Oh, there we are. There okay. We are. So it's all very exciting for them. And yeah. For all of us, really. Yeah. And bookings are coming in, are yeah, they? Yeah, um, we've had lots of bookings and going forward as well. In um, the next couple of months, we've got bookings for private parties and, uh, you know, just things, general functions like that. So mm. everyone's showing a lot of interest, which is really, really pleasing. And what was the thinking behind the decor then? Because it seems very... Plush. It's suitable. <laughs> it, it, it works, but medieval. Well, yeah, yeah but it, it's obviously. Uh, it's there must have been a conscious decision then, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was kind of the castle thing about it, really. Yeah, because yeah, it's always been known as a rat's castle, and sure. to keep that feeling in that yeah. atmosphere. That was all. I mean, the, the sort of the chandeliers and stuff were in that style, and you mm. know, it was just trying to keep it. I'm just thinking the table, the tablecloths. I mean, yeah. they. They must take some cleaning. You, you wouldn't expect normally to see, what was it, crush, low crushed low velvet, <laughs> are they? Kind of, but yeah, that sort of material. Uh, yeah. Very low maintenance, actually. That's really? Chosen, yeah. You normally it's sort of white, which you can boil at 100 degrees, which you presume you yeah. can't with this, can no, you? No, you can't. But they are, it's, it's better than it looks, basically. Yeah. They're not as difficult as it seems. And they keep what? their style, shape, and 
they seem to put up with a lot. Mm, yeah. So um, yeah, that's why it was chosen. And the colour's really rich and it absolutely it's very rich. Bounces off, you know. Yes, yeah. And you've got a, a private room upstairs as yeah, well for yeah, parties, which, yeah, which, which was the, the old bed sit, you say, was yeah, it? Yeah, it used to be the old living quarters. Living there, quarters. It can take about um, maximum, I would say, 16. Mm -hmm. So any number, sort of 10, 16, comfortable for a little sort of, um, your own birthday party or something. Or right, Keep yeah. you separate from the rest of the building. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, we're having our first one this Saturday, actually, so that should be interesting. And there's oh, been good. loads of interest in that as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We've got music in every zone, so we can control the levels and what right. what's being played. Yeah. Would you be interested in having live music here? Was that would you? I mean, maybe, yeah. There's yeah. always a there's always a, an option. I mean, we've been approached by a few people about it, but as you, as you can see, we're just sort of hit the ground running. Sure, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Find our feet with it, but yeah, we can definitely accommodate some live music. It'd be fun. Because I know there's a lot of musicians in town. Yeah, um, <laughs> there are, aren't there? We, as we all know, always looking for new venues to play music. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the food you're doing there, how do you describe what, what your menu is? It's kind of a bit of then? what you expect from a bistro. It's kind of, sort of a bit of everything people like. A bit of mm. steak, a bit of pasta, some nice seafood. And then mm. the old special thing, like the ostrich thrown in. Really? All yeah. oh, right. Is that sourced locally, is it? Or? All of it's sourced locally. Oh, really? Yeah. Where's the ostrich come from? Well, don't ask me that. The chef right. <laughs> you leave that to somebody else to decide, yeah. <laughs> locally, yeah. Yeah, okay. No, but that, that's our, the idea behind it all. I mean, everything. The, the, the beer even should be sourced locally. I mean, everything. I mm. mean, try to, mm. to, to follow that. But... Um, you get anything from Farringdon Brewery? No, Well, they're not yes. really at the moment, they've closed. Well, they're not, yeah, you mean the White Horse Brewery? Or the well, no, well, the, the, Swan. The, the Swan, but obviously no, they're, yeah. they're not, not brewing anything at the moment. Because well, I'm we? not actually doing any live beer at the moment, we've just got some um, some Spanish lager on tap. Right, okay. Because of the, there's a cellar situation, that, you know, there isn't really a proper cellar. So oh, right, that's what we work on. Everything's flash-cooled under the bar, but we can right. yeah, work yeah, yeah. make space. But Yeah, I mean, the menus, uh, the specials are up changing every week and mm -hmm. there's an a la carte menu as well constantly on so there's loads to choose from mm. and the wines again there's quite a good selection there and it's all on our website so oh right um, okay okay that's what just ratscastle.com yeah, yeah. oh good okay and um, what's your background then in in, in well, how well, come you're managing because i'm very, friends i'm very good friends with emma and amanda and have been for years and right. um i lived and went to school here years ago and oh, come right. back and gone away and come back and worked in lots of you know, local places, pubs and restaurants around mm. the area, so I do know it really well. And they sure, just said, yeah. well, you know, let's uh, all get together and see if we can make it work, really. Oh, good, so, good. Well, because we're all, everyone's so fond of this place. And yeah, absolutely. It's kicking again. Yes, so. yeah. And was it a conscious decision to keep the name? Yes. Rats Castle, was yeah. there any discussion to change it all? Was no, it actually, no. No? Because I think it's, it goes back so long. I mean, it does. To the Swan at Radcliffe, actually. I mean, it's, it's got a long history. And at the bottom of all our menus, is a little short story of the history of the place oh right yeah. so if you read it you can see that what's actually happened and why it's been kept as that yeah yeah it's, it's to do with the owner of the rats the um this one record right okay. oh i see i didn't i wasn't aware of that i'll have mm. to look into that one right. okay well thanks very much for your time there and, and, and good luck for the future thank and, you very uh, much i'll definitely be coming down and uh, visiting it myself as we'll well do. yeah, that'd be yeah. Lovely. great okay thank you very much well, it looks like they're off to a good start down there, down at Rats Castle, and uh, good luck to Jane and the team, and I uh, hope things are going uh, go well. And uh, I must say, they do have a lovely room up at the back, uh, a good uh, uh, special private party room up there. Looks very nice, very well laid out, very well presented up there. And um, anyway, looking ahead to the 14th of August, because uh, we've already done the interview for this already, 
Um, down in Shrivenham, they've got a very special... Let me just get the details up here now. It's a very special event they're pulling together. It's uh, uh, They're bringing a, a company called the Rain or Shine Theatre Company, and that gives a clue as to uh, what's going to happen. It's outside uh, one of these Shakespeare events. Much Ado About Nothing uh, It's at the Shrivenham Memorial Hall on the 2nd of September from 7.30 onwards. Uh, price for tickets is £10. For adults, £5 uh, concessions. Um, and if anybody wants to get in touch with uh, with them, it's uh, it's Sarah on 01793 783 200. Or if you look up uh, uk. I say we'll be doing uh, an interview with Sarah. Well, we've done the interview. Um, but the event is not for another six weeks. So that'll be on uh, the next show. Tell us a little bit more about that and uh, the idea behind it and uh, the, run, the funds that they're raising for their uh, uh, Jubilee event next year, which is quite a big uh, event because they have quite a large fate down there uh, i think it's actually featured in one of the sunday papers actually it was a for a small uh, village it's uh, quite well uh, supported so that'll be the next show uh, in in two weeks time uh, but now we're going to end with our a uh, second track from nick rook uh, it's a bit self-indulgent playing uh, one artist twice in uh, one show but it's my show, do what the hell I like, as I said earlier on. So, anyway, uh, I thought it was an instrumental actually to start with because a lot of music to start with, but uh, uh, it's another uh, song of his, uh, singer songwriter Nick Rook, and his song called Time Stopped.
dust and space will reclaim us all one by one and piece by piece by piece Worlds will turn at different speeds Catching up to sow a seed Time after time it stops and starts and sand Where we jump and where we Jump